still, I'm just not, not no good when I sit still. I have to keep going. I got to move. You're just tired all the time. I try to get you to move. I wanted you to move earlier, and you were all like, I can't do it. Like, move like out of the house. Like, yeah, we should have gone somewhere. We I, did. I mean, I got you out. We went and got coffee and coffee, brunch or whatever you want to call breakfast it. Breakfast sandwiches. Breakfast bagels. From Einstein's. Something. I got a burrito, actually. So, it was really good. Yep. Dude, that Pretty bagel, nice. though, I mean, it was, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but gosh, I felt so bad after I ate that bagel. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll bog you down, dude. That's why we had to get that workout in right after, because if not, it's just like you'll feel like that for the rest of the day if you don't kind of try to burn some of it off. Well, Use now, it for fuel. after eating that and then working <laughs> out and then sitting on the couch for a minute, I'm wore out now. <sighs> we should go run down the creek like you was talking about. Yeah. I... I know I should. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> um, well, I guess let's run the intro to this thing. I'm going to try to do a little jingle here like last time, but do it more finesse. So let's see if I can. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast show. Yeah. Was that off the top of your head? or? It was from the last podcast, but I said it kind of like real... It was really down. I was like, "Welcome back to another episode." And I was like, "It's oh, gonna be your new little jingle." Lively it up, yeah. Maybe I should like record it like professionally and then add it in at the beginning mm-hmm. and just dub it in in editing. Put some music behind it. That'd be good. Yeah, I can do that. A little guitar jingle. Yeah. <laughs> well, how you been, Cody? I'm doing good. Cody's in a relationship. Sort of. He's dating for the last two and a half, three weeks. Three weeks. Mm-hmm. He's not saying it's his girlfriend yet. They're not exclusive. Keep trying I didn't to know we was going to talk about this on here. I didn't know. Oh, you don't want to? Uh, Are you uncomfortable? No, no, I mean, not uncomfortable. All right. All right, we won't talk about that. I, I, I don't know why you're so upset. I was talking about your, your relationship <laughs> I'm not, with... I'm not upset. I don't know why you're so upset. I was talking about your relationship with food. Yeah, I love food. Okay, so what is your relationship with food like? Like, honestly, not like uh, your aversion to eating cold foods and, like, being kind of picky, but, like, or not being open to other foods. I feel like someone who was once passionate about the culinary scene and wanted to be, like, a chef at one point in your life... You're not open to a lot of foods, and you're kind of picky. So, like, I'm really not that picky. I feel like you're pretty picky. Like no, you, your food has to be like a certain temperature to eat. No, it. no. All right, let me. And you don't like a lot no. of ethnic foods, and you get that's like chicken at that's like a lot, lot of places that's that specialize in beef. Flag on the play. All that's, right, that's all not right. true. <clears throat> all right, look. Here's my thing with food. It's true in my experience. I just you. don't like cold meat. I just want, you know, meat that is, which has to be cooked. I'd rather eat it when it's warm or hot. Hot. Like hot off the grill. You want it to be yeah, hot, I want it hot fresh off, off the grill. The grill. Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't but want I mean, it to it's very, cool down. Like, I don't want to grab But yours is cook. very specific, though. Like, it could be sitting there for 10 minutes, and if it's cooled at all, like, you don't even want to touch it anymore. That's not true, either. That seems pretty true. In my no. Experience. Like, if you have chicken tenders no. that get cold, you're like, I'm not messing with them. Those chicken tenders were sitting there for two hours before we touched those. I don't even know what chicken tenders you're talking about. I was just using chicken when we tenders were, as an example. When we were doing all those wing, oh uh, the wing gosh. stuff. Those were, that was not ten minutes. It was like five out of the microwave. I, I never said ten minutes. 
You just I said, said two hours. Oh my gosh! Well, that's well, that was way over no. exaggerated. No, it's not. They were sitting there for like seven minutes on the table, and half the time foil. You, half the time you'd get it the day before, and it would come out of the fridge, and then, and then we would heat, heat it, and up. then you heat it up in the microwave just barely enough to get it lukewarm. No, and then we'd sit there for twenty, thirty minutes. Was it sitting there for twenty thirty minutes? Before, they were sitting there before while we were you doing got everything the set up to get everything going. It, well, and and that didn't help either. You know, he, Cody doesn't eat cold food, but I'm talking about what's your relationship like with food, other than all that stuff. Okay, but I still think that someone that was passionate about food as a younger person, you're not very open to like culinary stuff. It depends, I guess. I'm not open to seafood kind of stuff or uh, like. I don't know. I just like the older I get, the more kind of old fashioned I am. I guess as far as like with food, like, like you get set in your ways. Like, yeah, I get set in my ways, and I just you know, you like what you like, and you're gonna eat that. Yeah, and I, yeah, like you know, the older I get, the more I'm getting into like barbecue and stuff like that. And I wasn't into that younger, you know, uh, when I was younger. So. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong um, with eating that way. I'm just, I just like, I just like messing with you sometimes. There's nothing. That's wrong how you with do. It. Yeah, I have to. I'm your older brother, essentially. <laughs> I have to. I, you're the person I have to pick on. Um, so, well, but well you got a son now. You can pick on. Yeah, but I gotta also like. You gotta, you gotta have careful to build this that, thing where yeah. he has to respect me and I have to discipline him and stuff like <laughs> so that. You so you can't like, pick on him too much. Maybe when he's a teenager, I'll mess him up and like push him and like call yeah. him names. I'm just, <laughs> that's a terrible. Let's we'll see. We'll see I already do that, and y'all. <laughs> I'm surprised y'all let me play as. as uh, I'll do it. Too. I'll let you go for to a certain extent. Yeah. But be it too rough. Like I'm a like, little rough with them. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, oh. yeah, calm down. Because <laughs> I don't want them to go to school with a broken arm or something. Nah, it'll be all right. Just put um, a bandaid on it. A bandaid. Just wrap him up like a mummy. He's fine. <laughs> um, so, what's your relationship with food like health wise? Like, what do you consider to be health food, and how do you try to eat um, on a I regular don't. basis? Try to eat healthy. I tr- oh, I should. I need to. What well, now? There for a little bit, I was. Uh, but I was doing. Um, which I was. I was, t- I was telling you a little bit about this today when I was cooking a good bit in my place. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I would get a lot of grilled chicken. I would do that, and then I'd get like you know, uh, rice and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or asparagus. You know. Make like a quick side Space. grilled chicken, like two breasts of grilled chicken, mm-hmm. and do that. Or so, like I don't eat salad, but I will eat like a spinach salad, like just spinach. So maybe spinach, some grilled chicken, some salad dressing. Okay, that's healthy to me, even though I probably shouldn't put as much dressing dressing as I do and seasonings. <laughs> I mean, well, you, you have season to, you as much as you want season, to. I guess you have to season your food, or else if you live too bland while trying to be healthy, it's not going to work out. You're gonna end, you're ultimately you're going to end yeah. up binging and like just attacking the yeah. pantry. I mean, I mean, as far as seasonings, it's kind of hard oh. to be unhealthy with seasonings as long as you stay away from the sodium, right? Yeah. I mean, am I wrong about that? I mean, you can you can add. Like I mean, your body garlic, needs some cayenne, salt. paprika, stuff like that. Black pepper, all that's fine, right? It's just it's just the sodium. Did you the, just call it paprika? Uh, it was just funny the way he said it. Paprika, paprika. <laughs> How do you pa- say it? Paprika, paprika. 
Yeah, it's P A. I think it, I think it's P A P R I K A. What did I say? Paprika. Paprika. Oh. <laughs> paprika. Pe- paprika. Paprika. I think they know what you meant. I knew what you meant. So everyone else should too. Paprika. Um. So oh, this place so is it cayenne pepper? Cayenne. Is there anything you eliminate? Yeah, cayenne. That's okay. Right. It's not Cheyenne. Cheyenne pepper. <laughs> um. As far as like what you eat or don't eat based on health. And how it makes you feel. Is there anything that you eliminate from your diet on a regular basis or try not to eat as much of? Wait, uh, repeat the first part. What, like, like uh, something that I stay away that's like, unhealthy? Yeah, like, is there anything that you eat or don't eat based on health or how it makes you feel? I've. Like, do you eat anything that I, makes you feel I have, really good? I have implement quit. That? Mm. Or is there anything that you eliminate? Well, as far as, like, terrible? as far as feeling good, I always, you know, thought this was something, uh, Growing up, that I thought was like an old wise tale that didn't make sense. But you know how they say before, like a invent, you know, the night before you uh, eat pasta. Yeah, yeah, for carbs. Yeah, an event. You mean like a like well, a well, like a uh, game or like a yeah, run yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like a like a fitness thing. I have noticed that if I eat pasta the night before and I, and I don't overdo it, I actually feel pretty good the next day. Like I can mm. wake up and like I feel. Good. Like, I don't feel sluggish. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be a very small amount of pasta or rice or any kind of yeah. or bread, any kind of carbs for me to wake up the next day or even later that evening and feel okay. Yeah. If I do over a cup, if it's around two cups, yeah. oh, I could do, I could probably do two cups. I try to, for my health purposes and for mm. my fitness now, I try to stick to two to three times a week. I'll have a carb and it's either potatoes, rice, or a pasta. And mm. I measure out one cup. Mm-hmm. Or whatever that cup, whatever it like comes one, out in grams, like like one cu- uh, cup before it's cooked. Or um, after it's cooked, usually it's like after. Okay. Usually I'll do one. That's less after it's cooked, right? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it could be more, but I just do one cup just to so I have a measurement, so I hold myself accountable to. Tonight I'm having one cup of rice. I'm gonna have two cups of broccoli, and I'm gonna have six to eight ounces of chicken breast, something like that. But like, um. Yeah, something like carbs, for sure, they will weigh me down like a brick in my stomach. Hmm. And I have to eat a small amount to be able to have the benefits of it. Because if I eat a bunch, I feel terrible. See, I don't eat a lot of bread, and it's not because it's, you know, it's uh, not like I'm doing it for a reason. I just don't, I'm just not a big fan of eating bread. It's just not enjoyable to me. Well, since I've done the elimination diet, and I will say this, I'm the same way. In, in a sense, um, except for obviously when you have a sandwich or a sub, you want, obviously you want it with bread or mm-hmm. a wrap or something, but like, um, I'm the same way with like bread, except for like, I also like to get like French, like a crispy baguette or something and cut it thin and then do a little olive oil and some seasonings mm-hmm. and then kind of lightly toast it. And I, I like it like that, but bread I've noticed and I don't have celiac disease or anything like that. And I'm not sure if I have a gluten, a slight gluten intolerance. I'm not sure. But when I do eat starchy, carby stuff, and especially bread, um, I'll notice I feel so much like so much more bloated than usual. I feel bogged down, weighed down, don't feel as good. Um, a couple of days after I eat a lot of bread, I'll break out in my face. Um, really? Yeah. And also, uh, it messes with my stomach tremendously. I feel bloated. I feel terrible, and then like the next day, my bowel movements are very weird after eating bread. Hmm. 
I don't know if it's because there's so much air in it. It's like trapping air in my intestines. I don't know. It's you don't think it could be like the yeast or something in it? I don't know. What was that? My phone. Are you getting text messages right now? I guess so. You better turn your ringer off, sir. That's my roommate. If you get home before me, turn on the AC. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> Everyone remind Cody if he gets home before his roommate to turn on the AC. Um, I think, did we did we talk about it the last time about how uh, October has a natural spookiness to it? We talked about that yeah, in the last, in the last podcast, podcast, right? Okay. Well, we won't go over that. But did I ever tell you about the time that our washer and dryer got stolen? Did I ever talk about that to you? Recently? Not recently, but a couple of years ago. We got a washer and dryer stolen from us, and it's not what you would expect. I'm sure you've heard the story. I might have. I don't remember. So when Darby and I were moving out of our garage apartment that we lived at on uh, my in-law's property, we were buying our first home. Um, It was a couple years after we got married. We saved up, and we were ready to put a down payment and get our first home. So we're looking around forever. We finally find this place that's in our price range, big front yard. Has a big bonus room. Has stuff that we. Feel I kind of like miss could. the house. I really? miss the yard. At the I miss house. the yard. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a yard here, but I mean the house is way bigger. Um, yeah. It's like three of my other houses in one <laughs> here, but like the yard situation. But there, that cool front yard that when you first pull it in the neighborhood, there's this big open field on both sides, and people go out there and like run around with their dogs and throw the ball and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we you have don't several have a do- parks. A, a dog park, do you? We have a dog park in Noonan. We had two dog parks but, in Noonan, but like not in this neighborhood. Yeah, okay. People just walk their dogs everywhere. But, um, yeah, so we were, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We, so we were buying this house, yeah. and we just bought it, and there's this list that they give you. Wow, that's a, that's a really loud vehicle, dude. <laughs> dude, that was shaking. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if that came across on the audio or not, but anyway. Dude, it had to. My ears were buzzing. <laughs> I'm just, I keep digressing off of this. Um, so we were buying this house and when you go through, they, they send you a list of things that are staying and going whenever they move. And in the list of things that were staying with the house was a one year old set of a washer and a dryer staying with the house. And we looked at that. We signed it with our, you know, our agent there and everything so and, y'all got rid of the one y'all had, or y'all left it at? Yeah, the one we had own. had a lot of problems, and we left it with the apartment because it wasn't ours; it was the apartment's. So it was your in-laws. Yeah, it was okay. the, the one that they put there for the apartment to rent it. They were going to rent that apartment out to other people other than us. Who's who's staying there now? No one's staying there now. But after us, Zach and Callie lived there for a while. That's what I thought. Okay. So and then they were renting it to someone else for a while after that, but now they don't have any tenants. Um, but. So we were thrilled because it was like pr- pretty much a brand new washer and dryer set, very nice quality and everything. And we were super stoked about it. And that was part of the sale to us. I mean, yeah, we wanted the house, but it came with a full laundry room with a washer and dryer. It was on there that it was staying. So closing day happens. We close, we move in and we go up there and sure enough, guess what? They took their washer and dryer with them. I think I remember that. And we were furious because we were like, well, in our paperwork right here, it says that they were leaving it and we signed for it. So technically that was ours. We paid for that. So they took it from us. Even though it was their washer and dryer, they put on the list that they were leaving it and selling it with the house. That could not seem that you would, or or which I don't think you did, 
But lawsuit. I mean, if you wanted to, you small could claims do court. A, a lawsuit, right? Yes, we could have gone to small claims court over those if we wanted to. So we had our agent contact their agent and tell them like the situation. And basically they were like, well, is there anything else we could do? Like it was a mistake. And I was like, I don't care that it was a mistake. Their signatures were on it. Our signatures were on it. We closed and they took our appliances with them. Mm -hmm. And I know it seems petty, but we wanted, we needed appliances. And we, that was part of the sell to us is that they had a one year washer and dryer, one year old, like washer and dryer set in the laundry room. We weren't going to have to move anything, install anything. It was right there and we were going to keep them right. So we were, that was part of the sale for us, man. And I know that sounds silly, but when you're buying your first house and you are balling on a budget and you are young and that's part of the house, you want that. Mm -hmm. And then when you pay for it and you close on it and that's on the list that says that you get to keep it and then they take it, that was a big deal to us. And our, our agent was acting like we were blowing it out of proportion, which kind of upset me about it. But, um, that's what happened, man. And we got it. And what happened is, I guess, off of the commission that he got on selling their house to us, their agent just wrote us a check for the cost of those two. And we went and bought a brand new set at, at uh, Brandsmart USA, the exact set. And so is that it came the one out of his now. Yeah. Yeah. We moved it from and that, that house to the this one house. that we installed at the house. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I remember. That washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the thing, the drain thing wasn't in there, and we, the, the, we were already going to have to replace the floors eventually. But yeah. after that, we really had to replace it because... I felt bad about that. I should have... I, like, yeah, I just I assumed... We, we put them in place, and then I had to go to work. Yeah. So then Alan and Cody were going to test them out, and Darby wanted to run some laundry, so she thought that the drain thing was actually in the wall, and it wasn't. None of that was set up yet, so she starts it... And all the water comes out and onto the hardwood floor and under the floor. So they had to, we had to tear up the hall of the floor. It was a bad scenario. But guess what? None of that would have ever happened had they have just left the washer and dryer <laughs> like they said they would. So that really was an upsetting situation for us. But we got them. We got our brand new washer and dryer out of it. Yeah. And the guy did us right. You got, I, you got brand new bad floors out of it. <laughs> Eventually. Well, well, no, you didn't, did you? We didn't get brand new. I mean, nothing got paid for that. We paid for that out of pocket. Well, I know that, but... Uh, wait, did y'all ever fix that? I don't remember y'all ever fixing that. Fixing what? The floor. Yeah, we got all brand new floors. Like the floors that Was are that... down in, Ma in in the basement now? Yeah. In this basement? Yeah. We had better quality than that put in our house right before we moved. I was about to say, that had to be wrapped before y'all... Well, it was about a year, a year and a half or so. We do. We put in so much work into that house. We put a brand new water line in, a brand new twice. furnace. No, not twice. We got it, we got it fixed once. Fixed once. We got a brand new water line put in after one time. You fixed it. <laughs> yeah, after we thought it was fixed from an outside source that uh. thought he knew more than he did. Uh, we actually paid for professionals to come in and put a whole new water line in. We had to put in a whole a brand new furnace and AC system in that place God. and new hardwood floors. Well, I remember so we, we did a we lot of that moved place in, just to leave. Y'all did a lot. Like we did the whole bonus room. We replaced the toilet because <laughs> I broke toilet, it. Man. I dropped it and it shattered. Porcelain will just shatter a toilet. Be careful if you ever have it on an unlevel surface because it will fall over and it will break into pieces. And make sure that if you need screws to screw it into the house, 
Don't get wood screws. Yeah, hey, how about all concrete screws? Like, they're not all of them. Like, all screws that are blue aren't all concrete screws. <laughs> Some of them are wood screws. Because I saw the blue ones, and I was like, concrete. Grabbed them, paid for them, got back. And when we realized we had the wrong screws, so we had to go back to Home Depot. There's a lot of really funny pictures of me and Cody that day <laughs> installing a new flange on the toilet, installing the new toilet itself, um, and doing all kinds of work. Man, that was that was a day. That was fun though, man. And then painting painting a, the floor was was something. Doing all the trimming the bushes and all that was something. Yeah, what a what a what a bonding experience that place was. That was definitely. I was my over there at least upper. twice a week because that was back when I was still doing preload. So uh, I'd get off about nine o'clock. I just come straight to your house, get some stuff done, dude. All I know is that was my like one once in a lifetime time where I was like actually a homeowner fixer upper type dude and was actually like okay with it. And like now I'm like I bought like a house that was built in like 2016 and i'm like trying to keep it all nice as much as i can <laughs> before we ever have to replace anything or uh, or treat anything or yeah, do anything you, different i'm yeah, like gosh yeah because you were telling me every time i saw you don't buy a house <laughs> you were you were not having a good experience with that first house dude it was too well on top of all the stuff that we had to replace the property was like on an on an anthill it seemed like there were ants oh, all yeah, over the place that kept the getting ants. in one time they got in. Well, first of all, we didn't know it when we moved into that place. There was a, a roach infestation in the kitchen because these people that lived there before trashed it, just trashed this house. And so um, we had no idea there was roaches. And it took probably six to eight months to get rid of all the roaches through roach poison and traps and everything, just getting rid of them. And it finally, finally, finally got rid of. But like, there's nothing more disgusting than living in a house that has roaches. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. And, like, you never know. You can't leave food out for, like, five minutes. You you don't, you like, you're constantly trying to wipe everything down with, like, cleaning chemicals just to make sure everything's so clean that they don't have anything to come out and eat. And, like, you're always on the hunt. And I remember, like, specifically waking up in, like, the middle of the night with, like, a fly swatter and going into the kitchen and turning on the light and just seeing roaches scurry and i would just bah, 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 try to kill as many as i could to try mm. to kill them and uh it was just an awful experience at that place but i mean it built a lot of character and i'm glad that it's over <laughs> i'm glad that we have like a nicer home now that doesn't have any of that um so let's switch gears for a second and let's go ahead and reset the camera because we're about to run out of some time so we'll get the camera reset and get this rolling all right, we're back. Cody's on my level now. <laughs> if you're watching this episode on YouTube, you can see Cody was sitting up like way high, and I was like, wait a minute, something's not I right here. I don't feel right. Here, just bring this down to your level. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's just I had the height advantage. <laughs> I'm not used to this. So we were <laughs> we were about to switch gears a little bit, and I kind of wanted to talk about the best and worst parts of actually podcasting for a second. Wait a minute. Are you higher than me now? No, I'm not. I'm do you not. just sit up straighter than I do? I think you just sit up straighter than I do. I'm always hunched over. Yeah, I'm low. Or I'm, I'm, already, I'm already down, bro. You just... You, uh, I just sit in my chair like this, and I kind of lean forward with my elbows on the table. I don't know. I don't... I, I get comfortable. 
sort of. I mean, I'm comfortable right now. So the best and worst parts of podcasting. Um, you want me to read like my list and then you just kind of come in and talk about what yeah, you don't like. <laughs> we actually had a discussion before we started this podcast and Cody openly admitted he doesn't even like podcasting. No, I do not. <laughs> I, I'm just here to be supportive. So I guess Cody does <laughs> want to leave. I'm going to be honest. Cody just wants to leave the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. I just don't... Uh... I don't know. I thought you were enjoying it. That's why. I, I mean, I enjoyed talking to you, but at the same time, like what we capture on camera is nothing like our, in my opinion, it's nothing like our conversations that we really have. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, we can't have the camera or the recorder going all the time. Right. But it's just. Do like, you think we're dishonest? No. No. What, no. I'm, what I'm saying is that it's just more natural. We mean you just have our own conversations, right? And right. It, it's just not natural. So what if I just feeling. started candidly, secretly recording our conversations where we're just ta- talking naturally, and then I put it up there? Would that be better? It, well, you might have to do some editing on that. There's some stuff that might not need to be posted. <laughs> Stop cussing, Cody. Why? We're just talking. Well, because I'm recording it. Don't do I, that I right now. Be a good too boy. Much, too bad. Stop I'm actually very good about that. that. Oh. I'm... I'm I, I'm, sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm bad. <laughs> it depends on your mood. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah. I'm working on it. I need a swear jar sometimes, probably. Um, uh, make it uh, Lucas's uh, piggy bank. Fun. A little piggy yeah, bank, yeah. fill it up. Might work. Except for if I'm a good boy for too long, I might have to break into it, take my money back. <laughs> um, so the best part of podcasting, in my opinion, it's fun to record conversations that you can let people listen to and you can revisit at any time you want to for reference or for a good laugh. Um, it gives freedom to your voice and your opinions and to educate people in some cases and to share experiences and bring joy. Now, on the other side of that, the bad part of podcasting, in my opinion, would be all the technical difficulties, dead batteries, full SD cards, editing issues, losing train of thought. Scheduling issues. Scheduling issues, yeah. yeah. Losing train of thought during a conversation and forgetting what I'm talking about, going off on tangents and not knowing how long we've been randomly rambling. But sometimes that could be funny or podcast magic, too, if you start going off on the wrong tangent or the right tangent um retaining listeners and promoting episodes you have to remember to do that and sometimes i don't um it's a it's a lot and an, it it's an issue sometimes overall it's a fun hobby and something that i invest a lot of my time and effort into but i could invest more and um but i think we do okay i mean <sighs> i don't know man it's 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 hard sometimes it's fun but it's it's a lot of work because, well, for you especially because you do everything. I just show up and talk. Right, right. I mean, you come up with a topic, you do the editing, you do the music, you do. Well, that's the thing that's so the can't. Well, I mean, yeah, difficult the sometimes. People people think that when they see you on camera doing stuff, they're like, "Oh, he's got a cameraman. He's got someone to edit like edits it. Um, he he's got somebody that." It sets all the angles up and the lighting and all that kind of stuff. And it's like people have no idea that when you are a very small-time YouTuber and podcaster. It's like a second job. Yeah, it's a second job that you're not getting paid for. <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah. like 
a lot of my effort and time goes into it. People don't understand that you are the writer, the director, the editor. You're the actors. You are um, producer. Yeah, you're the producer. You like all of the money that I pour into this thing, and so um, I'm the cameraman, the whole film crew, lighting, and all that stuff. So it gets hard sometimes when you do all this effort and you record these conversations, put them up, and only get like five listens or 14 views where you know you could do another video that you posted and it only took you five minutes with no editing and it gets 250 views (laughs) it's like why don't they watch the stuff i put the most work into and sometimes i mean you can get to you can hurt your feelings and it could be it's a it can be hard sometimes man i'm being uh completely honest with you but uh it's not I mean, I still want to do it because I want to give it a chance. I want to, at the end of all this, I want to say that I gave it a professional old college try. (laughs) I don't want to just give up and quit and lay down. And especially now that I've invested so much time and effort and equipment into this, I feel obligated to keep it going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but Cody, apparently we're going to see less of Cody. Because he's in the dating game now, and he wants mm. to focus more attention on on ladies, and also um, he uh, that doesn't sound he, apparently he doesn't, that. apparently he doesn't <laughs> like to podcast anyway. So we'll probably see less of Cody. He'll be on some of these episodes, but uh, Cody should probably just say say I'll see y'all later or something. You'll see me when you see me. See me when you I see won't me. be gone permanently. <clears throat> I'll make a uh, special guest appearance every I'll, once in a while. Every time he comes over, I'm going to be like, hey, just go up to, I got to show you something. All right, hit record. <laughs> and we're just going to do a, an episode real quick, and he'll, he won't even know it. So he's going to be in episodes. Also, Darby, my wife, is going to show up, and she's going to start doing episodes with us. And we're going to have some, some pretty cool, fun conversations that we have more of an outlook from a woman's perspective on some of these issues and stuff that we talk about on the podcast. So that'll be pretty fun. I'm sure I'll get beat up a lot on the episodes, so you might like that. Um, because, you know, that's the wife's job, right? Just beat up on the husband. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no, it'll be funny. It's going to be great. Um, let's see. What am I even talking about here? You're talking about the goods and the bads of podcasting. And- oh, yeah. So when I, I was talking about also with vlogging, too. Um, you just started that again. Yeah, I started vlogging again. I've been pumping them out pretty consistently, like at least one episode every week. That's my goal, and I'm going to stick to that. Um, so being consistent with vlogs is keeping me, like, I'm trying to keep it short and sweet. I'm trying to do less of the, the big stuff, like the long episodes, and more of, like, the short and sweet episodes. Like four or five minutes? Um, more like... Fifteen. F- more like five or ten minute ones. Five, five or ten, trying to keep it in that range. Sometimes it's 12, 15 tops, but no more of, like, the 20, 30 minute. See, I like... 20 like 20 30 minute youtube videos but i guess most most, most people, people don't. don't most people like short form content these days because yeah. their attention span is so they just want that that tiktok vibe where it's just the flick of a thumb and you can switch your content oh not oh three seconds in no i don't like it flip oh i don't like what they're talking about flip oh that's kind of funny nah flip and then every so often you know they'll find the magical one they want to sit there and watch the the 13 seconds of but like a 13 minute to a 25 minute one a lot of people are like heck no i don't have time for that i'm not dedicating my time to see what could happen in this video um 
But yeah, I cut it down to about eight to 15 minutes. I like to make my goal in 2023 to vlog and get down to five or six minute episodes if I can. Um, the problem with that is that vlogs uh, that are successful are short and chaos driven vlogs. A lot of the people featured and a lot of stuff happening within the vlog. Um, good, loud background music, funny jokes, and short and sweet, amazing, boom, and done type vlogs. Um, my life, unfortunately, <laughs> as a as an average Joe family man, like my life just isn't interesting enough to make short form, awesome, chaos driven vlogs. In my in my opinion, because I'm a middle class average Joe that works a forty hour a week job has a family and my main hobby is YouTube. So I don't have sponsors. I don't have enough subscribers to make a dime off of YouTube. It's just a fun hobby that I happen to be passionate about. Um, I've been real honest about my YouTube journey about how I don't know what to do and how to actually film anything. I don't have a niche exactly. Um, I like to film all kinds of things and like challenges like the freedom of picking what I want to include or exclude from the videos and the final cut. Um, but it's so much work, man. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, I put in a lot of YouTube hours and don't get paid and sometimes only get six or seven views on a video. Um, so that feels pretty awful sometimes, but it's, it's fun. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to push myself in 2023 to just really go hard. Um, consistently put out podcast episodes and vlogs, man, and just focus, keep, stay the course and stay consistent. Consistency is my biggest key factor for 2023 in all areas of my life. Cody went on a trip again to the backwoods forest. What does that mean? <laughs> You're always way back here. He's like a lounger. We just need to get a couch. If we get a couch in here, maybe we should go get that couch that mom if you get it, told oh, us about. Okay. We can go get the couch, put it up here. So nah, because y'all already y'all y'all already went through the ringers with that today already. So no, I'm just saying if we had a couch in here, maybe you'd be more apt to podcast. I wouldn't you be could actually lean back. I talk less than I do now. That's true. I don't think you have you, don't, you just don't have a lot to say, do you? I don't have a, a lot to say. <laughs> All right. Well, to end this podcast episode <laughs> you just move on yeah you're, you're just like you're just like i don't have a lot to say so i'm like well okay I, well, I got something just, to say let's, let's keep going we can talk i got something we can talk about all right are you ready mm -hmm. you know what it is mm -mm. all right well since we're especially since yesterday happened let's talk college no. football 2022 college football 2022 we haven't really brought up too much college football well, i don't think we brought up any college football no, not, not, this well, not this, yeah, not lately. Um, so if we want to talk about it, everyone knows or should know, if, if you follow me at all, I'm a UGA, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. Always have been my entire life. Die hard, you know, true college football Georgia Bulldog fan. Okay, so what? who are you? Who do you identify as? Oh, God, I'll start that. <laughs> uh, I've always liked Clemson. Clemson uh, before they even got good, right? I, right. It started off with Clemson basketball, and they've always sucked. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyways, yeah, Clemson. Uh, well, you and your brother have always been fans of like the ACC. Yeah, my brother and daddy were always Duke Duke fans. So once again, started out with basketball, but they also like football. 
Yeah, Cody's. I can I can attest to the fact Cody's not a bandwagon no. Clemson fan. He was he was there before they were good, and he's just stayed there. While I actually they paid good. paid more attention to them while they sucked. Yeah, and then once they got good, I just got yeah. Like, you yeah. haven't been watching college football very like not, consistently in the past few seasons. Well, like ever since COVID, and it just messed everything up. I I just kind of quit watching sports for a while. Uh, I just hadn't got back into it. So yeah. But anyways, get to the painful point you're so, getting to. Well, I just want to talk about the season as a general, like in general for a second. So if you start to start the 2022 college football season, um, Alabama was actually number one to start the season, and UGA was number two. And y'all won um, the uh, championship last year. Yeah, and we won the national championship. We we started off behind Alabama. And now, let me go ahead and put this out there. Was that for recruiting I, This is all based on my memory and stuff like this. So don't, please don't take this as factual evidence or, or st- statistics or any kind of sports knowledge or anything like that. But just I just want to go ahead and tell you, like, this is not all opinion. This is pretty much true, but it's not 100% true facts and figures. So don't. Take that out on me. Just listen to what I have to say about this. Um, Alabama was over Georgia to begin the season, which seemed crazy since they won the Natty. Um, And then UGA was actually number one for a long part of the season. Um, So UGA struggles with Kent State, of all teams, for a little bit. And then they really struggled against the game against Missouri. Um, So is that how Tennessee, uh, when Tennessee beat Alabama, is that – is your mic working? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Hey. All right. Anyways, uh, is that why uh, Tennessee skipped over Georgia to number one? Pretty much because we struggled with Kent State and we struggled with Mizzou. And after we struggled with, against Mizzou that game, um, everyone starts thinking we're overrated, right? Mm-hmm. And then Tennessee comes out and beats Alabama. Um, and ended a 15-year drought against Alabama. It was a huge game for them. They threw their goalposts in the river. It was a huge thing, right? Um, So then Tennessee becomes number one, and UGA falls to number three behind Ohio State, who was number two. So big, big hype surrounding Tennessee football. And then they they were calling it the game of the decade, UGA versus Tennessee. College game day picks Tennessee to win it. Basically the national championship. Yeah, game. basically a, like a version of a national championship. And then Luke Bryan, the celebrity guest picker, picks UGA to win. He's the, the only, only one. one yeah. All the other analysts pick Tennessee to win, which was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, then the game happens, right, yesterday. Even Alan, your father-in-law, didn't think that t- that Tennessee stood a chance. Unless he was the, just messing around with it. Tennessee stood a chance? Yeah, he didn't think that, that Tennessee stood a chance. Well, he was probably just who was a Tennessee fan. Yeah, I mean, he was probably just hope. You know, he's probably just trying to downplay it so he wouldn't be disappointed if they did. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so basically, um, they pick it. They pick them to win. All the analysts pick Tennessee to beat Georgia. Then the game happens. UGA lit up Tennessee to the point where it was kind of embarrassing that they were ever considered number one. They didn't get blown out, but they didn't do well very well at all against Georgia. Um, so UGA beats number one, and that's not all. Ohio State beats Northwestern 21-7. to And then later in the night, Clemson falls to Notre Dame. Sorry, Cody. 35-14. to And then 
the mighty Crimson Tide of Alabama was defeated by LSU 32-31 to in overtime last night. We watched that. It was pretty crazy. Um, so it was it, ultimately, it was just a huge, crazy Saturday for college football. Shook things up quite a bit. Um, Sunday now, so polls officially won't release until tomorrow. But I was looking at the power rankings, and it says uh, college football power rankings after week 10. We're looking at Georgia number one. Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, TCU four, Tennessee five, Oregon Ducks six, USC Trojans seven, LSU eight, UCLA nine, and Ole Miss Rebels ten, which puts Alabama Crimson Tide at 11 and Clemson at 13. They're out. So, yeah, Alabama's had two losses now. Wait a minute. They lost to Tennessee. North Carolina's going to go to 14? That's what it says. But these are just the power rankings. I don't think any of it's official yet. Right. So we'll have to check tomorrow. But it shook it up quite a bit, man. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, it was a crazy college football Saturday where there were a lot of upsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I guess half the nation thought Tennessee was going to beat UGA. I didn't. I was a UGA fan, and I was diehard. And I was like, we're going to beat them, dude. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not to say that I, didn't, I wasn't skeptical. I was like, well, if Tennessee's as good as they – they say they are, and they did take out Alabama, which everyone knows if you can take out Alabama, it's a pretty big feat. Um, but I think it's it's clear now that Alabama is not the team that they have been in the past, especially well, this season. I was just talking the other day about how – because, you know, they're talking about expanding the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I – Make it more fair. Right, and I was saying that's a good thing because, I, I, you know, it's, it's kind of – It's always the SEC, man. Well, it's always. Well, it's always – Except for when it, Clemson it, it's, gets in it's, there. Well, it's always, for the last several years or few years, it's, it, it's usually always Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. And you get sick of seeing yeah. those three teams in it at least every other year, if not every year. And then now Georgia coming to the playoffs at least every single year. We didn't win except for last year. We finally won one. But we were all we were like in the playoffs almost every season since they started it too. Okay. Almost. Well, and then Georgia. So – but well, that's the one thing I don't want to. Be- I don't want to become hated like Alabama has for being like a dynasty. You know, I want Georgia to do well, obviously. But I, I and I want people to love Georgia. Though I don't want people to be like every everybody hates Alabama because they win so much. You know, I think everybody hates Alabama because everybody hates the Alabama fans. Alabama fans are some of the worst. But I, you know what, I do know some tried and true. Well, Alabama fans. Georgia fans not. can be the same way. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying – dude, there's fans from every single sports team that are just like, dude, calm down. Calm yeah. down. You're, you need to calm down. See, I can't say that about Clemson because there's not a whole lot of Clemson fans down here. So I don't have to deal no, with – No, but if you were up with, in with, South Carolina – There'd be some, some upsets. You'd know like a bunch of people that you were like, oh, I don't like those Clemson yeah. fans. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of like the Georgia fans that are – they just walk around barking all the time and get like – UGA and bulldog tattoos all over their arms and neck and stuff like that's I can't too like much. Somebody that much? Yeah, that's just too much. I mean, I'd get like a little Georgia G on my wrist or something if I did tattoos. But you know what? Tattoos. Those those, those uh, tennis, uh, the uh, Tennessee fans came out this year and you know for the first time in a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, I've always been a, a Georgia fan. We were just talking about this the other day. Like when Clemson started winning. Everybody started wearing Clemson. Yeah, stuff. I was the only Clemson fan I knew growing up, and yeah. then Clemson all of a sudden started 
winning at football. And then next thing you know, there was Clemson fans everywhere. I'm like, where were you guys at? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Georgia last season, man. I mean, people that I had never seen even support college football at all or even the Bulldogs one time started wearing UGA stuff around and putting stickers on their cars and stuff. And it's like, dude, we're, you're not a UGA fan. Just be, Now you are because they won. They won it all, and now you want to be a Georgia fan? I mean, that's cool to an extent, but at the same time, it's like, don't be a bandwagoner, dude. It's not fun. It's what everybody did with the Oregon Ducks and Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, they're the best. They're the best. I'm going to follow them. I want all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, I, I can't stand that. Don't be a bandwagon fan. Be be true and stick with your team. Pick a team and stick with them through thick and thin. Like, win, lose, or draw. Be that fan. You know, be supportive. <laughs> <laughs> just be supportive. That's all you got to do. Um. So, last weekend, or tomorrow, will be one week since Halloween, right? Yep. So, like we said before, we recycled the whole pirate deal. We all dressed up like pirates. If you want to check that out, there is a Halloween 2022 vlog. Um, It's pretty short and sweet. There's just a few clips of what we did. We dressed up and everything. So, it was a fun time. But we we meant to do this um, pre-Halloween. But since it's still fall, it's still kind of – it applies to what we're doing. And basically, we're doing a little taste test. Uh, Cody got a hold of these, uh, I guess his mom got a hold of them and gave them to him, but they are pumpkin spice moon pies. Uh, the original marshmallow sandwich moon pie since 1917 pumpkin spice. Never had one of you. Mm-mm. So we're going to taste that, try it out. And also we have like this channel a lot. Uh, we've done a lot of different Mountain Dew taste tests. This is volume four of the mystery flavor voodoo. For 2022, so it's the 2022 Wait, so is it the same flavor every year, or is it a mystery flavor it's a, every? It's single? a different flavor every time they do it, and I'm not sure what this flavor is, but we're just going to taste it and find out. So let's do that first. Yeah, let's do this we do first. The because uh, we know that's going to be pumpkin spice. Yeah. Just want to just waterfall it. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so 2022 mystery flavor Mountain Dew Voodoo Volume 4. So this is the fourth time that they've done the Voodoo flavor mystery. We're going to try it out. So for you uh, listeners, here, it's going to pour into my mouth. God. Wow. It's extremely fruity. It's almost like... It definitely smells citrusy. It's almost like a... Berry, lemon, lime. It almost reminds me of Voltage a little bit, but like like a raspberry ginseng Mountain Dew Voltage with a little bit more citrus. I don't know. Or like maybe There's a little a bit raspberry of, flavor in it. Like yeah, like raspberry ginseng. Maybe a little bit of lemon. Citrus. I mean lime. I mean. Maybe some like what lychee, raspberry. You ever had a lychee? Uh uh-uh. Raspberry lime. Let's look this up. I'm, I'm very interested hang now. Hang on, hang on. Raspberry, definitely raspberry. Maybe a little bit of lime and what else? No ginger, right? No, 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 no ginger. Um, I don't think there's any ginger. I don't know. Oh, I want to just say raspberry lime. Hmm. A raspberry limeade. Am I right? Am I close? What? This says... Okay, we'll be off. 
way off. If I had to guess this year's flavor, I would think it would be sweet tarts, which I assume is fruit candy mm. chews or fruit candy explosion. The sweet and sour ratio is pretty even, and somehow it tastes even more sugary than regular Mountain Dew. And then on October 31st, 2022, Voodoo Grimm, endorsed by the official Mountain Dew Twitter account, unveiled Voodoo's 2022 mystery flavor to be sour candy flavor. So I guess it's sour candy flavor, Mountain Dew. Let me get another little taste test of this. Okay, yeah. Maybe like sour Skittles or something. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, I, I can get that they're going for a sour candy flavor. Yeah. You, you know how long this has been in my fridge? Uh, a month or two, eh? Month, about a month and a half, if yeah. not two months, yeah. <laughs> I was holding on to it. We were supposed to do it a long, long time ago, and I completely forgot about it. And I wanted to do it since it's supposed to be spooky voodoo edition for Halloween, but uh, not bad. I mean, I wouldn't buy it on purpose, but yeah, sour candy, man. So the mystery is not a mystery well, I like sour candy, so I'd, I'd go with that before. You can have it, bud. Yeah, or you can I'll, go, it. I'll go with that before I would a regular Mountain Dew. There you go. I mean, it's it's not bad. It has a, a decent aftertaste, actually. I, I'm enjoying the sour candy vibe on the back end. All right, let's dive into this moon pie. I guess we'll just split it right down the middle. I'm not eating the whole thing. I'm not eating the whole thing. You know, either. I don't do moon pies. I'll take the bigger piece. I guess. I'm just going to take a big bite. Has Darby tried it yet? Dude, so the box, right? You brought the box unopened? Yeah. Darby opened it, and she's going in there to grab one one day. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, how many of those are left? She goes, this is the last one. And I said, Darby. So she did like I'm it. supposed to do a taste test on the podcast with that. She <laughs> goes, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, give it to me. So she almost ate the last one. So she did like them. And, yeah, she said they're and, good. Uh, you didn't think you would, or she was. Oh, I don't know if she would or not, but. Hmm. All right, we just took a bite, by the way, if you can hear us chewing. Mm. All right, I'm starting to get the pumpkin spice a little. It's not bad. It's not bad. I just don't want moon pies. Yeah, I don't really like the consistency of a moon pie. I'd much rather have a s'mores. Or a s'more. Uh, if I'm, there's I'm marshmallow just, I'm just involved. i not a marshmallow guy. I just... What about marshmallow cream? You ever had marshmallow cream on a peanut butter, peanut butter and marshmallow cream sandwich? You ever tried that? Or have you ever had... Do you remember back in the day when they used to sell marshmallow icing for popcorn, kettle corn popcorn, and there was marshmallow icing and it was marshmallow flavored popcorn? I don't think so. Dude, we used to have snack time at school and this one girl would bring her own popcorn with that, pop it in class and then heat it up. That stuff was so, she'd share it sometimes. Hey, so good. I got, I got a quick topic we can talk about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Cody's got something to talk about, guys. This is big news. Do you remember when, like, when you were, you were in the elementary school and you did the testing for the week? Yes. And they would give you a snack after your first hour or two of testing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What was y'all's main snack? They give y'all. I don't remember, man. I don't even remember like if they supplied lunch, us a snack. 
I don't remember them supplying us a snack. Okay, well, well, we did. And the main main snack they would give us was celery with peanut butter on top with raisins. Oh, ants on a log. Yep. <laughs> ants on a log, man. It's classic. Well, classic. Did we... We just got done talking about ants on a log on this podcast, didn't we? I don't think we did. No, I, I could have so. sworn we were talking about healthy snacks, and we started talking about ants on a log. Yeah, and I don't remember that, dude. You like uh, yogurt covered raisins, like the white? Not yogurt. really. I didn't either, but there were some in our pantry, and I opened a pack the other day, and they were they were banging, dude. I think I ate some. They were good one time when I was over here, and I. You know, cause over here? Yeah, because y'all, lately y'all have been slacking in y'all's pantry. That's because we've been trying to be healthier. <laughs> There's nothing in our pantry. So I had to get the, the, the yogurt-covered raisins. There ain't no, I'm sorry, man. There's days uh, of Cheez-Its and Doritos all the oh time are over. We used to have... It's so depressing. We did have a good pantry set up for yeah, a while. I, I used to rate it every time I come, I, yeah. I come over. Yeah, those days are over now. The best thing you're going to find in there now is either Lucas's snacks. Yeah, the first thing I did when I came over last night was Ray Lucas's Halloween, Halloween candy. candy. Yeah. Hey, better you than me, man. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, dude, I, to speak on that, though, the best thing that we had all Halloween, in my opinion. So I did cheat on Halloween Day. I had a big handful of candy, and I showed it in the vlog. If you want to check that out, go to YouTube, Gavin Lamb TV, and check it out. Um but the biggest, the coolest thing that we got were these packs. And I'm not sure if it's Kellogg's cereal or what, but it had Count Chocula, um, the Mummy, a oh. Castle, and something else. <laughs> those gummies are so good. They're pretty good. I'm not a big They're, gummy fan, but well, those see, are pretty. I don't like gummies that are all different flavors in the pack. I like it when there's one good flavor, and that's what this is. It was like Scary Berry or you know, that's something how like Gushers that. Is. Have you ever like, like went and, and, and uh, like to a Dollar General and got gushers yeah, yeah and like four out of five packs is all the red kind yeah, yeah, yeah. why i mean just because i don't know they know that the watermelon gusher is like the best one the oh the green one is it green I with pink ooze green or is it pink, pink with green ooze i think it's green they pink. have both i think it's green with pink i don't know whichever one it is is so good i know gushers that's the best one. great i love gushers well that's why i like these gummies quick. Because those those Halloween gummies tasted like Gushers without the the filling. Without the filling, yeah, uh, a little bit. The consistency not... of the gummy was like a Gusher, not like your yeah. typical gummy. And I liked it a lot. And they were all the same. They were berry flavor. They were softer than most gummies. You know how most gummies like you chew. And like, well, it's like a gummy. And, and most gummies bite, are like a gummy bear it. that's like really kind of yeah very tense. But and like chewy. this gummy that he's talking about, like you could press it with your finger and it would keep that shape like it yeah, would yeah. mold like it was very soft i liked them i like them a lot and to the point where we got them for trick-or-treaters but i grabbed a giant handful of them I, and put them in the pantry i felt bad that night because you called because those those kids came very late oh yeah and Dude, I, I had lost touch about what I was going on with the treasure chest i was talking to people yeah so he was talking to his his neighbor and uh, I was ready. I was ready to go inside. It was like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah, I look around. Everybody's. I was all alone, and they're like, "Where's your candy? Where's the candy at?" And I'm like, "I, I, I Where's the candy?" I was like, "I guess I'll call somebody." So before that happened, he was talking to his to his neighbor. Want a peanut butter and jelly? And then yeah, and then these these girls came up, and I was like, "Okay, hey y'all, y'all are our last 
people getting candy. Just take it all. Just t- just take it all. I'm ready to go inside. Take the rest of it. So I helped them dump it, get rid of it. Took the, ch- the uh, chest inside. I was probably inside for about not even five minutes, and then you call me <laughs> asking for more for more candy. And I was like, I just got rid of it all. What what was up with those ladies? What was up with the girls that asked for water? They were out of breath. They were, I don't know, like they were both push, pushing uh, strollers up that hill. You know, that's not an easy yeah. hill to go. And uh, I, I just assumed y'all had water. I'm glad y'all did. Uh, but I offered <laughs> them a bottle of water. We don't have any water, but here's some Diet Cokes. <laughs> well, the, well, y'all had water, but they weren't cold. They weren't in the so, fridge. So, yeah, I just grabbed them. I said, hey, they're not that cold. And they're like, we don't care. So I was like, okay, here you go. Yeah, I was like, I kind of partly heard that. But then I was also talking to my buddy Kendrick, and I was just like, we talked for like 20 minutes and then so but he was like yeah that was that was his first halloween here in this neighborhood he was like dude this goes they go off over here huh and i was like yeah it's pretty busy man it's pretty crazy like during halloween that's why we try to go all out every time now so but you never know you never know what's gonna happen next year i think we're gonna finally switch it up from the pirate stuff be something different be something fresh for lucas and then see what happens but who knows but it was fun it was a, uh, another successful halloween in my opinion um, it didn't seem to me. It didn't seem as busy as a couple Halloweens ago. No, I like think ha- it was because, because of COVID. It, it was a, well, I think it was <laughs> because hell, uh, on a Monday night. Yeah, 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 for sure. It was a Monday night, so I don't think. As I many mean, kids during were out. COVID, they they still came because I thought. Well, dude, it was like the like biggest during COVID, thing. They wouldn't come out. Well, I think it's because people were so tired of being in, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Dude, we're all going out." And like, I remember that first Halloween after COVID. Tons. Tons of kids, like a sea of children coming down the street. I was like, what is that? Did you hear those throat bubbles? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> I did it too. Oh my gosh. We did it at the same time. Uh, it's cohesive. Synonymous throat bubbles. Um, guys, thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this chop chat here at the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. If you guys want to show any kind of support, you know, I hate to ask you to do things, but just go down and hit that subscribe button on the podcast and also here. Um, if you're watching this on Gavin Lamb TV, hit the hit the subscribe button. It's free. It just lets you know when we have new content that pops up, and uh, you'll be the first one of the first people to know when we release content. So you can check it out. I have a TikTok, Gavin Lamb TV, um, Instagram at Gavin Lamb TV, and the YouTube channel. And anywhere that you listen to your podcast, just go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Give us a try, man. Listen to a few of our episodes on the way to work, on the way home from work, on a trip, um, and just leave some comments. Leave uh, some feedback so we know what you like, what you don't like, and everything like that. But thank you so much if you're one of the OG supporters that have been here since the beginning. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for sticking around, showing us love and support always, guys. Um, Cody, you got any final thoughts? No. No. You got a fun fact? I can look up a fun fact. Oh you my gosh. Well, you know what? It's been I've been out of touch doing I feel this like, I feel like you, for a while. And you know what? You could just, just be generous and just give me <laughs> like five like two minutes to okay. just stall. Cody's, you know what I'm saying? All right. Cody's gonna look up a fun fact for us. And my fun fact for the day is that a giraffe's neck can grow to a hundred meters long. That's not fact and it's not even that fun. I just made that up. Don't believe me. All right.
What is it, Cody? That wasn't two minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh! I bet I could find one before you. Oh, some tumors can oh. grow hair, teeth, bones, oh, even fingernails. Gosh. I've heard the teeth part, and that's really scary. I never heard of that. It's like growing a human inside you, but not being pregnant. It's just a tumor. Here's another one. Your brain uses 10 watts of energy to think and does not feel pain. That's kind of Well, that's two fun facts. You might as well go for a trifecta. Let's do one more. Your fingernail grows faster when you are cold. Oh, wow. A typical cough is 60 miles per hour, while a sneeze is often faster than 100 miles per hour. Wow. That's four. You got to leave on five now, so let's just end it on five. You got one more? Make it a good one. A really shocking one. One in 5,000 North Atlantic lobsters are born bright blue. Ooh, ooh, I knew that. They're rare. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, They had one in uh, Hawaii. I think they were eating one. It's crazy. Blue what? lobster. Yeah. They ain't protected. I guess uh, I mean, they are. They were eating that boy. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't protected no more. Oh, man. It protected in the belly once you eat it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Listen to Lamb Chop. And as always on Listen to Lamb Chop and Gavin Lamb TV, much love. Faith Moves Mountains. Peace. <laughs>